This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am introducing you to Nicola Toner from Nicola Toner Consultant Services. Nicola, thank you so much for being involved in volume three of Shine On You Crazy Daisy. Please tell us about your business. Oh, my business. Um, Well, I'm a crowdfunding mentor and I'm also a business planning expert. Um, And I help people get themselves investor ready by writing business plans and pitch decks and then basically going out and seeking investment. That's the biggest thing that I do at the moment. Brilliant. Um, In reading your chapter, it was exhausting at the beginning. (laughs) You were so driven in your career. But why do what do you think drove you so much? Um, I always feel as if I thrive on responsibility and I thrive on um, getting stuff done and being involved in things. Um, I'm not necessarily a pound note driven person, but I do like the money. I'm not going to say no, I'm not going to work for nothing. But um, it's more about the responsibility and being part of things and achieving stuff that I really feel is where what drives me forward. That's amazing. And it just talking about it when you when you look at people that uh, work for other people, there's a lot of people that then set up their own businesses because they love that level of responsibility and taking it back for themselves. That's a really important thing that you've realized in where your drive comes from. Absolutely. I think um, part of the drive, if I didn't have that drive, I wouldn't have been very good at the, the employed jobs. Um, but a, there was a big realisation that actually I could do this and not have to work for somebody else. I, I'm probably more driven because I'm working for myself now, but I was really, really effective as an employee as well. So, yes, it's it, it's hard to recognise it, but once you do, you have to run with it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You've just said something so important again, that, that when you can realise where your drive comes from, it is enhancing that for yourself. Yeah. So that because otherwise a lot of us who have been in corporate careers did so well in our corporate careers because we were working for other people. And it is finding out what that drive is. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, What criteria did you have about setting up your own business and what lessons have you learned that about what you wanted? Um, it's changed over the years, really. But when I first set up my business, it was the fact that I didn't want to be at meetings that I didn't want to be at, basically. Um, I would have to go to some meetings on a monthly basis with clients, and it would feel like there was no conversation, but just a different day. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So now I don't have conversations unless we're moving forward, unless there's something good happening and unless I can see progress. If I'm working with a client and there's no progress, then I I step away (laughs) generally. I excuse myself from that relationship. Because it is that meetings to prepare meetings or think about other Yeah, meetings. and also um, I would deal with a lot of buyers if I was working with a client who um, they would only be a percentage of the work 
in that company, mm-hmm. um, or the, you know, a small cog in the wheel. So I'd be giving them information. They'd be giving me information, but they would never have complete visibility of the whole picture that their business was going through. So everything felt very stilted. You, it took a long time to achieve anything because that person was never the ultimate decision maker in the entire business. Mm-hmm. They would only be um, responsible for a small part of it. So it, it became stagnant after a while. You, you sort of met people because you had to, not because you were actually doing anything or achieving anything. I didn't How like good that. is it when you work for yourself and you get people like you involved and you go, I want this done, and you go, right, and it's done. <laughs> yeah. You have to be like that though when you're self-employed. You can't, um, you can't let it just stagnate otherwise you you just never move forward and you never earn any money and that's unfortunately when you're self-employed you do need to earn some money so otherwise there's nothing to go for it's so amazing when people talk about this book and how fast it's happened how quickly it's got out how did you do it I just got on with it I people can take a year or two years to do these things but I just do it um, I love it when I speak to people that are just productive just want to get things done and achieve and those are the people that you're dealing with in I would think in a lot of your business especially with business planning and showing them what they can achieve when you take action absolutely 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 what made you move to Spain and what is Campo? Because your um, chapter's called From Corporate to Campo. And I was like, oh, what's a Campo? I want one. <laughs> and how long have you been in Spain? I realised that I don't need to be anywhere in particular. And that sounds a bit strange. But um, I was dealing with customers all over the world. And it doesn't matter what my starting point is. Um, if I need to... on a plane there's generally an airport nearby and I can go and visit my customers Um, but then Covid happened Um, I was already here anyway and now I don't even need to go and get on a plane so I'm just here in the Campo and Campo means countryside so basically I'm in a tiny little village um, about 20 kilometres from Granada um, which is a beautiful city if you've not been definitely come I'll show you around um, but it's I'm, I'm in a really tiny agricultural Spanish-speaking village and they all just think I sit around in my house all day they've got no idea that I've got this whole work set up going on so they don't know what I do I don't think I'm did just a crazy English person did you move out there speaking the language no I didn't speak any of the language as well you know I can order a beer and some food but um, important I, very important um but um I mean that was what five years ago now nearly six years ago and I managed to buy a house buy a car connect the internet buy a mobile phone all of those things with the help of google and lots of gesticulating and a bit of an attempt at spanish but um they're very forgiving people they uh, my spanish is a lot better now but I'm still not fluent I, I will be at some point but just not yet I'm not quite there yet because I spend a lot of time talking to people in English I don't get out and practice it as much as maybe I should this was what I loved about reading your chapter in its entirety was that feeling at the beginning of that that rush 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 push 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 drive 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 literally in the car for hours and hours and hours to I'm starting my own business I'm going to live in Spain it's what I want countryside don't leave the house now but not about by everybody um <laughs> can work from home have worldwide clients it is choices that we can make and I think that we can get stuck in what we think our lives are but it is choices and you've made those choices how does that feel 
it's amazing. It's about using your network as well. And it, or it feels like I made the right decisions for me. Mm. Um, at the beginning, I relied very much on the corporate network that I had. So a lot of the work came to me from people that I'd worked alongside, generally men who progressed a lot more quickly up the corporate ladder, uh, because that's what men do. Um, and they would know that I could do what I needed to do for them. So they would employ me as a consultant to go in and talk to their sales teams and different things. But the achievement in that is the fact that now I don't need those corporate connections as much. My network is really strong with people like yourself, Trudy. I mean, we've never met, but you're in my network. And this is why I'm in your book. And this is why we're sitting here now. So it's all about that achievement of working the people that you're in contact with every day. Yeah. If there was one lesson you would want other entrepreneurs to know, what would it be? Oh gosh, um, one lesson would be, um, when they tell you no, go and do it anyway, because that's what I did. Everybody went, you can't do that. You've got a BMW, you've got a briefcase, you've got million pound contracts that you manage. You can't do that. And I was like, well, actually, I'm going to. And here I am. It's 14 years next year since I actually took the plunge and did it. And I don't regret any of it for one second. There's been a few dicey moments, but don't regret any of it. But those dicey moments is what makes the right. Yeah, make you stronger. Right. <laughs> Good. Um, what's your favourite piece of business software? Uh, I have a couple, but my favourite one that I'm using at the moment, actually I've got a couple. Kajabi is one that I'm getting my head around at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I use something else called Social Rebel as well. Um, and it came uh, came to me by a lady uh, called Maddie, who we both know. Um, and she said, oh, I know someone who's going to love this piece of software because I'm not very good on Canva and I'm not a big social media fan, believe it or not. And it's all in one place. So I use that. But I'm now getting my head around using um, Kajabi a little bit more as well. And I'm finding it interesting. Last week, I hated it. But this week, I've kind of moved forward in that journey. I've only been with it maybe about three or four weeks now. But anyway, oh, okay. I'm getting there. It's, it's going in the right direction. So Kajabi, for people that may not know, is a, is a whole contained um, piece of software for entrepreneurs that can give you your website, sales pages, membership. Uh, it's all, it's everything in one place, a one-stop shop for any business that wants to grow with memberships, online courses uh, and website all in one place. It's magic. I think it's just, they should call it magic, not Kajabi. Amazing. Nicola, thank you so much. And anybody should go and check out your website about um, the crowdfunding, because I think that's a massive part of business now. But thank you for being a part of the book. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for the opportunity. It's been a blast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.